get down, 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 get down. Is Brad and Kim and Sid. And we are Timpano, and you are listening to 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Swag. Love it. Yes, Mitchell. Oh, my goodness. For another week, episode many. Why are we doing this intro? What do you mean? Do you not like it? I I haven't heard it before. It's okay. I'm just getting excited. It's just very high energy right now. (laughs) just can't deal. I I mean, you know, we'll see how we go. Did you just get out of bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've slept for 24 hours. Well, coming up on the show this evening, plenty of chat. We've got Jonathan Bly on the show relatively soon. A bit more about him a little bit later. He is the uh, director, co-founder, founder, vocal coach of the festival Statesman Chorus. And uh, he's here to tune What's you up, up, Mitchell. I, I, yeah, all right. Tune you up at 9pm, my friend. Yep. Okay, teach me how to sing. And before then, we have your host, Simon Gale. And your co-host. And your co-host, the most sensual man on radio. Stop calling me sensual. <laughs> yes. I'm going to put a stop to this Mitchell, right now. Mitchell, the big plays driver. That's me. Plenty Woo! of Plenty of chat coming up. We've got a bit on Barack Obama. Have you ever lost Ooh. your purse, Mitchell? <laughs> I've never had a purse. You've never had a purse? Yeah. Really? No. Well, it's a satchel? Is that what you're No, I don't, I don't. I've never had one. Like, I've had, like, a bag, you know, like yeah. a messenger bag, but nothing like a purse. All right. Well, come on, mate. Just keep with the energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, about, no. I know. I like things chill. What about, uh, what do you think about tacos? I'm to counteract the music. Tacos at a wedding. Taco- yes. yes. All for it. 100%. All right. uh, what about lifesavers that can't swim? Bad. Fire them, retrain them, and then maybe rehire them. Okay. And Find them, actually. Do you think it's okay to collect things that you don't know how to use? So, say, if, you know. Yes. Yeah? Yep. All right. And what about a beer hot tub? Bad. Bad? Bad. And then finally, obviously, <laughs> it is the fringe time that we're leading into. So, what, what is, is the fringe? What is your opinion on that? Have you been? I have Mitchell? been. I've been to many shows at the fringe. Take a breath. Yeah. After that high-paced kind of start. <laughs> you were high-paced. <laughs> you, were, you were out of it I, I know. I'm a long-distance runner, dude. Uh, I kept my pacing, and I'm, now I'm going to overtake you. Like Reese Jones. That's this a- is Reese Jones. You are listening to The Simo Show on 88.9 FM. Hills you cut Radio. me off. Sorry. Yeah, Reese is injured at the moment. Shout-out to Reese Jones, who is the, uh, he's the you know, he's like... He's a big boy. Of, he's like the white wizard of the Adelaide Hills when it comes to long-distance running, really. What does that mean? Means that he's explain it to me. <laughs> he quite often gets injured and then uh, well, it gets falls reborn down. more yeah. <laughs> more strongly exactly, than he was yeah. initially. Mm. So like a yeah, pulled okay. hamstring or yeah, a twinged yeah. Achilles is like the bullrog. Yeah, okay. yeah, you getting yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I you know I get it? you. Yeah, and so he's then reborn into like someone else. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I look forward to Reese's next incarnation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. What comes after the White Wizard? There's nothing. There's nothing. Do you want me to explain? I can, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I could go on a 10 minute explanation of why there's nothing afterwards. Oh, okay, right. Is that no. how long it's going to take? No, not really. It wouldn't take that long. But, like, I don't want to bore the listeners with Lord of the Rings knowledge. You know what I mean? I uh, know. I'm sure it's interesting. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> don't, don't go down this rabbit hole, dude. Well, Mitchell, uh, why don't you get excited about the. Um, you actually, you've been down to the fringe. <clears> well, bit, I went you? to Clips on Friday. I went to Hilltop Hoods. Ah, yes. You were in the hood. You were in, <laughs> yeah, in the cool. front row. The concert. The I nosebleed was, section. I was about 20, 25 people away from the nosebleed section, ah, as no, it were. So nosebleed proximity. Yeah, yeah. So we were, we got surprisingly close, me and a friend, um, and we saw the four acts that were on that night on the Clipsal Friday night concert were Aradna, The Funkors, Seth Sentry, and Hilltop Hoods, which were a big hip-hop lineup. Um, and Hilltop Hoods absolutely killed it. It was such a good gig. Killed it. 
They they destroyed it. They dude. destroyed it. They they perform with such like you can tell that they love it as soon as they get on stage. I mean, they have a song called "I Love It." You know, it's right. not untrue. Did they uh, also chase that feeling? They did chase that feeling. Did they catch it. Uh, I, they caught me. <laughs> <laughs> they caught me up in that. You feeling. caught you caught the feelings. Yeah, it was the most fun I've ever had at a gig. Actually, well, how many people were there? Uh, look, many, I, many yeah, a people. Lot, a lot. Yeah, it was. Well, Pretty full. Interestingly, uh, the Clips were 500 in Adelaide. It had its lowest uh, crowd in 16 years to cap off the weekend. Uh, so in total, total yeah. attendance? Well, no. So Sunday's turnout was 65 many. Was that 65,000? Yeah, that's probably. the number I'm looking for. It's the or lowest. 6,500. No, no, no. 65,000. 65, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the lowest since 2001. And back then the event only spanned three days. Oh, okay. And then the final day crowds have dropped to about thirty thousand. What about what about Friday though? What did the, the what did the gig the get? The best part about this is whoever's t- okay. Well done, advertiser. Well okay. done, uh, our advertiser correspondent who cannot be named Mooney. Um, we'll get on him later. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so how many numbers is okay? There's a sixty-five. Yeah. And then there's a comma, and then there's a one, and then there's three zeros. That's a hundred thousand. So, so where, that's like well, yeah. Like, so where should the comma be? The uh, after the third number. All right, yeah. And there's no way there was that many people at Clipsal. Six hundred and fifteen thousand. No, six hundred and fifty-one thousand. Six hundred and fifty-one thousand. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. It's like half the population of Adelaide. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of people. Well, it's a lot of people considering that the Adelaide Fringe has become the second largest arts festival in the world, Mitchell. But like by attendance or. Yeah, what, what's the what's like the... attendances have been huge. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was going to say if it's by number of shows, like that's not that's not where it counts. That's not where it counts because a lot of fringe shows are pretty crap. Well, no, so like attendances for fringe have gone up and the attendances for Clipsal have gone down. What does <clears> that say, Mitchell? It says motor racing is garbo. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Global sweeping statement by uh, Mitchell, the big plays driver. He's dropped a big I, play. I right called there. it. I called it, and I I don't stand by it. Actually, no, I don't mind motor racing. I just think it's a bit boring to watch. What, like there when you're there, like oh yeah, the car's going fast. I saw him for about two seconds. Oh now they're gone. Exactly. Like, like you as opposed wa- to going to a hypnotist show, getting <laughs> volunteering and then not remembering anything. Did did you do that? No, but we're gonna do that. Actually, are you free on uh, what are you free? Uh, what, what day am I? Free? I'm free a disappointing free? amount of days. <laughs> Disapp- How about Friday? Next King? Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a date. We're gonna volunteer, ladies and gentlemen. Are we gonna volunteer? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna volunteer. I reckon my mind is resistant to hypnosis. See, those are the kinds of people that get hypnotized. Nah, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm very resistant to, to alcohol. So, you know, what what's hypnosis to that? <laughs> Call us eight three nine one three double eight five. If you think Mitch is garbage, in the meantime, we're <laughs> going to work. If you think I'm garbage, yeah. If you think you're garbage, there's no way. Everyone says, "Oh, I'm resistant to alcohol." Yeah, is that your superpower? Are you an X Men? <laughs> no, I just have to. I ha- I'm. I'm like I don't weigh that much, and I have to drink a lot to get drunk. That's all I'm saying. Every man. few millennia, evolution leaps forward. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a mutant. Go watch Logan. I'm a cameo in Logan. I'm the guy that can drink a lot without falling over. Really? No. I uh, I wish I was in Logan. Just, That's a great did you movie. Just spoilers. Go and see it at Wallace. There, that that character doesn't exist. <laughs> it does. Mitchell, would you like to do something that we normally do to a show in order to begin it? Oh, uh, we might need to start the show, perhaps. Thank you. Stop! 
Hey, this is Will. Hey, this is Shin. And we're from Indiego. And you're listening to The Simo Show. Yeah, 8 to 10, Monday nights on Hills FM, 88.9. All right. Rock and roll. What would have happened in The Great Escape? Steve McQueen and them dudes that turned tail and ran. Well, that's what that movie was about. They were escaping and ran away. I'm trying to agree with you. The point is they did something. That's right, doing something, Mitchell. And if you want to do something, you can call us, 83913885. <laughs> Join the Chitty Chitty Chat Chat people on 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide yeah, we'll, Hills, the Simo Show, the we'll flagship for... program on the uh, on the bandwidth right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you on for about two minutes, yeah. then the conversation will get awkward and we'll, we'll hang, hang up. up. Yep. We'll see you soon. And the lines are lighting up. They're not. <laughs> He's lying. Uh, He's good lying. evening, ladies Nobody and gentlemen. Mitch, do you ever hear voices? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've actually heard that's a little bit what listening to our show is like. All of a sudden you feel like we're there Ooh, in the darkness. Maybe. That's it. So only ever listen to the Simo show in the dark, people, because we bring the funny. <laughs> we play the bangers. And we're friends with the stars, but they're running late. Yeah, so 9pm <laughs> no tonight. No stars tonight, ladies Just and gentlemen. Just for an hour, Jonathan nine. Bly. But do you ever hear voices, Mitchell? Uh, I guess, like, you hear your own inner, like, monologue. Yeah. But, like, I don't really hear voices, like, other than my own brain, you know, just, like, doing things. Well, I love this. According to a survey conducted by researchers. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's it, really. He held up his hands in quotation marks, <laughs> by the way. 1966s. Yeah. Well, I just love how you, you know, you see these reporters and it's like, well, this was done through official, official channels and uh, this <clears> was a, uh, uh, you know, investigated by... Mm. Researchers, research <clears throat> without telling you where they're from or who they are or what they or ate what, for how breakfast. they're funded. Yes, which is the most important part. What do they do, Simo? Lay it on me. Well, apparently, uh, all readers say that they hear voices of characters, you know, as they read. So you know, you're reading Harry Potter or whatever. Okay, else yeah, I and, get, you know, I get that. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're obviously hearing Nicholas Flamel or Harry Potter <laughs> mentioned <laughs> Nicholas <the> Flamel, <laughs> Nicholas, the most like <laughs> obscure Harry Potter character ever. Uh, does he have any? One you never yeah. directly meet and is only mentioned in the first book. Great name though. It is actually yeah. Flamel. Nicholas Flamel. I'm going to name my firstborn child Flamel in his first name, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Flem. Excellent, excellent <laughs> observation. Yeah, it's not bad, you know. But uh, at least sometimes, according to these researchers, and I will say where they're from, from Durham University in UK. I don't know why Durham? I said that. Yeah, <laughs> Durham. I'd said it in an American accent when they're from the United Kingdom. Yeah, Durham probably. In partnership Durham. with the Edinburgh International Book Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps most interesting, almost a fifth of readers say they hear voices of thoughts or characters in regular life when they aren't even reading the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's weird. Is it? I guess. Something these researchers have grown to call experient, exper- <laughs> experiential crossing. What? Experiential crossing? Yes. Why do they call it like crossing? As uh, in the characters crossing are crossing the from... the threshold from... From like fantasy to reality. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. So, so perhaps see, you've heard Gandalf or Dumbledore give a wise perspective on a real I'm life always, scenario. I'm always you? listening to Gandalf's are advice. Yeah. I don't hear him <laughs> on my head, but you know... I take his advice. To How's heart. that going for you? Have you uh, learned to fly yet? No, no. <laughs> it's o- it's only been downhill since Gandalf started talking to me. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fly you fools. <laughs> he, just yeah, he keeps telling me to just get wasted and go clubbing. <laughs> and you will eventually become what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's weird. Uh, something's changed about him. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Hmm. That's it. Really? That's it. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. 
What are you... What are you doing? Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, do you think that's kind of... So it's never happened to you? Like, you've never... I really guess when, when you're reading a book yeah. and you're opening up, you, you have your own inner monologue when you're reading. Like, your brain is reading out the sounds in your head. Like, you hear that, right? I'm not crazy. No. Right? No, you're, okay. not, you're not crazy. You have, like, your own inner monologue. Yes. And I guess that when you're reading the book, your inner monologue puts on accents of how you think people will sound. Because mm-hmm. it's reading them through their voices. The weird, I think the weird part is when you close the book. And they're and still there. That particular character. I understand if you're like, your brain is just like thinking in accents because sometimes like people who do it's a like lot of accents. like speaking in tongues. Yeah, like some people will just speak in accents or they think in accents sometimes, especially people who know different languages, I guess. But the weird thing is, is that particular character's voice. That's like, and it is, are they saying that they listen to it? Is it like telling them things? Or is it just like <laughs> describing what's going on? Because I might be walking um, in the street yeah. and my brain's telling me like, oh, that one person looks just bizarre. They look really weird. But like, is it like, you know, Dumbledore in their mind telling them to like... Well, people that partook use in this the particular, curse on somebody particular survey, survey said that if the voice of a good book gets into their <clears> head, it can seep into their own experience of the world and they find themselves thinking in that voice or Okay, that thinking in that voice is okay. While carrying hearing, out normal activities. Hearing voices and getting instructions, that's the part <laughs> where it turns into like... When the, when the voices are talking to you. Yeah, that's, as opposed to that's the voice when it just, turns into schizophrenia. <laughs> that's, of course, we take that very seriously. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. But, um, I mean, you know, if they could be the, you know, if they could have the voice of your favourite characters, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad, you know, but like, you can do that. You can think about it. Just think about it. Yeah, so hard. it's perceiving situations uh, the way a character would from a book that you're reading. I think that's fine, as long as you're not receiving instructions. One in seven of the respondents reported that the voices they hear are so clear to them that it feels as if someone were in the room. All right, now that's weird. <laughs> uh, that's... Yeah. Who? Who do, one in seven? <laughs> one in seven. That's never happened to me. Really? Yeah. Well, sometimes people are talking to me and I don't feel like they're in the room. Turns out you're that six out of seven, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at least I'm normal, I guess. Yeah, reasonably. Oh, what are you trying to say, man? Just because uh, I, I burn in the sunlight and you keep me exactly. chained underneath the desk doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm not normal. Exactly. You sparkle. <laughs> I'm actually a vampire. I'm immortal. I'm 200 years old. Really? No, I wish. But I mean... Yeah, what I mean, who? Let's say that you could change the the voice of your thoughts. Yeah, who would you select? Who would I select? Who would you select? That's a tough question, because on one hand, I want to go like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just because I feel like he'd hype me up. Uh, yeah, wouldn't but you? I feel like after two weeks, be, <laughs> I'd go insane. <laughs> you'd be, I'd be too hyped. You'd up. be drained. I'd you'd it'd be, like, be like I was hypertension, like high on cocaine. Yeah, for like, like- <laughs> forever. <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah. I think I think I go with someone chill, like because yeah, Arnold Morgan, Schwarzenegger. Morgan Freeman. Have you heard some of his comments about what he says about like weightlifting and things like that? What you'd does he be, say? You'd be a gym junkie. Yeah, you know what? Like, it's like I I'm coming, gets... I'm coming all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I, I you know I need to be I need to be working out, man. I'm I'm too thin. Yes. Being under the desk all the time. Well, I am. Um, speaking of working out, <laughs> I took a. Uh, front bar patron for a jog today actually oh yeah yeah was that fun it was was it greg lomax <laughs> it was not greg lomax but he must he should be on my radar as well yeah no it was john howard okay yes john howard it was john howard the prime minister no uh, yes <laughs> my god john howard lives in Handorf and he's friends with simo yeah friends with the stars and this isn't a lie, i've people. taken him to the next level because you know how he was a big fan of walking around kirribilli house yeah yeah 
Well, you got a bit of a jog up today. <laughs> He's taken the He's next taken step. the next step. How so that's all like it's 80? about is taking the next step he must and be the like next 75, and the next, and then all of a surely. sudden you're running, Mitchell. Surely he's like 75 at this point. Uh, no, he's um, like, uh, you know, Nicholas Flamel. Those two are <laughs> pals, <laughs> oh, yeah. actually. Nicholas Flamel is like 460. Yeah. Yeah, so John Howard is 455. Well, like, you know, the Philosopher's Stone does work miracles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. Obviously, it's magic. Yeah. That's the principle That's the of the point. books. Yeah. Do you know any lore about Jericho? Is that, ma- is that a magical place? Jericho? Jericho. Isn't that like the first town to have existed? I think Joshua made it collapse in the Bible with a trumpet. Oh, dear. Look into that. With a trumpet? With a trumpet, yeah. I'm going to disagree about the trumpet part. Okay, I don't think that's real. Fickle. This is uh, Jericho by Jamaica. (laughs) Hi, this is Magnus, and you're listening to The Simmer Show on 88.9 FM. So you've never owned a purse, Mitchell. Sorry, I'm just chastising somebody for not listening to the show. But I have never owned a purse. Shout out to the photographer, Nathan Ronfeld. I think he said he was coming to shoot. Tonight, at some point. Oh, well, he's definitely, he's definitely not. not. Evident by his Facebook feed, yes. we've been betrayed. Well, yeah. So, no, I've never owned a purse. That's it. Hide, Nathan. We're coming for you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, no, Simon, actually. Jesus isn't here tonight. Uh, you are listening to 88.9 FM Hills Radio. We are the flagship program, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Between the hours of 8 and 10, what do we do? Oh, we bring the funny. We play the bangers. And we're friends with the stars. The stars and the stars are coming. John Howard. Post oh. haste. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I went for a jog with John Howard today. Yeah. Uh, is is old mate Jonathan Bly? Is he on his way? I know this is a serious point. I actually legit went for a jog with John. Howard. I know. We know. We've covered okay, it. Okay, sorry. We've covered it. Just relax, man. Yeah. Not with the prime minister, with someone else. Yes, that's correct. So how did you get him to go out for a jog, man? Asked him. Oh, <laughs> strangely efficient. Yeah, and that's surprisingly it. That's effective. All we need to do, people, is it's all about contact. Just talk it up, Mitchell. Talk up a jog. <laughs> you could never get me to go out on a jog. Really? Yeah, unless like there was cash at the end. Cash? Yeah. Money? Ain't nothing funny. Speaking of cash money, we need sponsorship, Mitchell, and this is how you <laughs> Get can find out how to do it. This is Tristan Wills, call sign Mooney One, reporting into the Simo Show. That's it, reporting in post haste, on time, punctual, present. Here we are, people. Everything Jonathan Bly is not. Yes, no, he, he we already agreed that he would arrive <laughs> yeah. at nine o'clock. He's yeah, got no, a rehearsal, man. He's got a rehearsal for the Pretty Boys on Sunday. The Pretty do Boys you on go? Sunday. We'll, um, <clears throat> I'll think about it. Pretty Boys on stage. I don't, know if, I don't know if I like this being a bit suggestive. <laughs> Am I? My yeah. Man. Well, let's be a bit more suggestive about... <laughs> <laughs> what? You just apologise for being suggestive. Sorry. Uh, I suggest we change the topic. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Mitchell, have you ever... Owned a purse? No. Yeah, no. You've never owned a purse? No, never. Hmm. Of course. You know what that. about a satchel? Uh, no. What about, a, a satchel? what about a backpack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've owned a backpack? Yes, of course. Yeah. Who hasn't owned a backpack in their life? I've never owned one. I've been given them. Oh, piss off. <laughs> well, Mitchell, let's say that you are out about on the town and, you know, you've already discussed how you've got quite a tolerance to alcohol, but let's say that for once that mysterious, um, <laughs> mischievous liquid overtook you. Yep. And uh, it then caused you f- to forget your backpack. Oh, dear. And it's lost forever. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so this actually happened to a lovely lady named Haley, and okay. uh, she lost her purse night out while she was... Uh, <coughs> Uh, Partying hard? Yes, of that particular uh, state of mind. Smashed? Yes. Uh, <laughs> six weeks later, she actually received it back via the mail with a note uh, she described as the creepiest ever. 
Oh my. Yeah. Oh, light on me. All right. Yeah. Would you? I, I was hoping for like a heartwarming message, restoring <laughs> her faith in humanity. Well, no, you know, no. she just might. She just might be, you know, under overly uh, sensitive. Yeah, overly sensitive. You know, not not. Read the message. Read the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I can do that. Wine you, wine you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, okay. Here we go. <laughs> to whom it starts with? To whom it may concern? It's okay. Super bold letters. And then okay. underneath... Already a little bit too formal. And then underneath it's got, Dear Miss Haley. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so to whom it may concern, then it's got a name underneath. Yeah, so it's not so to whom know, it may concern, yeah. it's to Haley. Yeah, and um, the best part about it is it's not um, it's not in letter form. It's like, the, to whom it may concern is a header. And it's, oh. and it's it's not margined. It's, what do they call it when it's in the middle? Centred. Centred, that's the one. Why? I don't know, just for aesthetics. <clears throat> it says, how are you? Hoping you are, hoping you will be fine and well. I would like to inform you this is found with her purse and sent back via the post. I would like to inform you that I found your precious purse. Looks like it, smiley face. By Liverpool Street Station. Might you have dropped it and looking for it? Mm-hmm. My whole intentions... Wait, sorry. My whole intentions to go inside your purse was to look for your address or anything which can help me send this thing to you. Nothing else, but I found some naughty stuff as well. Smiley face. Don't need to feel any embarrassment, comma. Honestly, I like I like those people who take extra care. Lol. What? He's too flippant about this. <laughs> Far too flippant. Oh, dear. Oh, wait for it. It gets better. Oh, don't. Kindly oh. check all your belongings, and if possible, do let me know via email once you received it on... Uh, <clears throat> uh, his email address is funny.stud at hotmail.com, so we might have to email him later. Funny stud. Yep. We'll see you soon, buddy. <laughs> By chance, if you could not find anything which you're actually looking for, then trust me, I did not take anything at all. I am sending you as I found it. Just a piece of advice. Kindly look after yourself and all your belongings when you go out or allow someone else because you are one of the most beautiful person I have ever seen. <laughs> in brackets, I am sure in real you are more beautiful as compared to oh your picture. Oh, God. Uh, I wish uh, if I could take you out sometime <laughs> and spend some time, but I am sure you will definitely have someone in your life who is taking care of you very well. Otherwise, allow me. Lol, smiley face. Have a good weekend. Please do not hesitate to contact me should you require anything or if you think I would be able to do anything for you. Looking forward to your reply. Enjoy every single moment of your life. Oh, my God. And enjoy as much as you can because you never know what is going to happen next. Smiley face. Oh, oh my God. All right, so... <laughs> your, your secret friend or admirer. That, Lol, a smiley face. Email friend, uh, bracket, <laughs> if you don't mind, bracket. Uh, and that's it. Like, until that last sentence, yeah. I was willing to brush it off as like a nerdy, awkward guy who just doesn't quite know... How to act? Yeah, and then it's just like uh, uh, live every moment to the full because uh, you might not quite know what happens. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I am I am gonna track you down, and we are gonna have a nice dinner. <laughs> well, that someone actually achieved that relatively recently. What track someone down and they had a nice yeah, yeah. dinner? Well, no, like uh, one of those kind of moments where they. Um, like managed to get a dinner with someone who they barely knew but only knew them through social media. Mm. <clears throat> Did it go well? Didn't that happen with a celebrity? Yes, that's what I'm getting at, Mitchell. Uh, which? Uh, Jeannie Bouchard, the who, tennis star player. No idea, dude. No, no, <laughs> he's got nothing. It sounds like someone from a sport. What's, uh, what's tennis? Well, she's a beautiful, beautiful person by the looks Lol. of it. Poor Jeannie Bouchard. So she bets on her uh, on her <laughs> on her Twitter page that um, 
the Patriots, you know, wouldn't pull off a comeback. So apparently there was like quite a um, quite a distance <coughs> in this particular game, like yeah, where yeah. it was like non-existent, no chance. Yeah, it was Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the deficit was twenty-eight to three. Do you like those odds? So she she bet not on in, her Twitter not page. Not in gridiron. Not in gridiron. No, not in American footy. That is pretty hard to come back from. Yeah, twenty-eight to three, and then she mentioned on as like, uh, you know, uh, she bet that there's no yeah. chance. And a fan replied saying, "I bet that they will." Yeah, and she. Uh, you have to go on a date with me. Yeah, or something. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and she said okay, and then she did, and then yeah. they they think they're having a second one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is this is a whole new realm. Celebrity news. We're reaching a new high at the Simo Show. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, you know, we're making new frontiers. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, that just, you know, lol, smiley face. Next <laughs> just thing. all of those. Oh, dude. It's like it's like those, the it's the nice guy, right? It's that awkward, shy, sort of nerdy guy who thinks he can get into women's pants just by being nice. And when he doesn't, when it doesn't work out, that's when they get angry. You got to watch out for that. <laughs> you want to be friends with them, but then once you get you get friends on, uh, yeah. Well, the best part about it is she's Canadian, so the entire exchange went along the lines of, "Where is it?" E, oh, sorry, E. Yeah, uh, she says, "I knew Atlanta would win," uh, and then this particular gentleman says, "If Patriots win, can we go on a date?" To which she uh, obviously says, "Yes," thinking that it's yeah. not going to happen, and then the game ends. Mm. Jeannie Bouchard, uh, the tennis player, is the first one to come back and say, "So where do you live?" <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> a little bit of a. She's she's, she's loaded though. Exactly. World class tennis player. Yeah. She's chicken to fold the they'll, flight. They'll find the distance. Mm. Love will find a way, Mitchell. Uh, life uh, finds a way. Either that, or if they want to talk to each other via the Simo Show, you can call us eight three nine one three double eight five. Tell us how your relationship's going, exactly. and then we can uh, just we can wallow in our disgrace. Pop you on hold. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment. And then celebrity news, <laughs> dude. All about it. We're we're big boys now. That's it. Can we go on Fox News? New CNN? frontiers. I mean, new well, front bad frontiers. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> really bad ones. Surely, surely we can do something better than that. Mm. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Would you like to do something better than that, Mitchell? Oh, is it a fade? Uh, well, we can do a fade if okay. you like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I was going to say something about tacos. Oh, lay it on me. What's up with tacos? I'm uh, not a big fan. But not a fan. I just think tacos are very crumbly and a tortilla is just superior. Well, but. Taco Bell actually um, <clears throat> is going to sponsor a wedding. Okay. Because a woman hopes to marry in a dress made of Taco Bell wrappers. So, you know, when you go get a but Euros like used or something. Ones? Yeah, yeah. When you go, you know. Okay, you yeah. go, Are they washed though? Uh, Hopefully. I'd imagine so. The wedding of one woman's dream will take place in Taco Bell while she's wearing a dress made up of burrito wrappers. <clears throat> Jesus. Needless to say, she's the winner of the Taco Bell's Love and Tacos contest and she gets an all-expenses-paid trip to Las Vegas to get married in a chapel at the chain's flagship restaurant. Is that even That's actually worth where it, our though? flagship uh, <laughs> <laughs> program is in Vegas. Is that even worth it? The venue opens to the public later this year, so it's pretty prestigious. And is it? Like, well, yeah, if it isn't be... opened yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It in my toilet isn't open to public, but it's not prestigious. Well, you could invite people in <laughs> to get married in my bathroom. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that'd be a party as long and as they're covered in Taco Bell wrappers. Exactly. Yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> why is it dumb? You know why it's dumb? Why it would you not. even want to? I feel like okay, yeah, all expensive paid trip to Las Vegas. That's fine, but like, it's seedy. 
Like it's supposed to be a romantic. No, thing. I don't think there's any seeds in tacos. I don't think that's. Uh, I think it's. Be- I think it's beans. Actually, stop trying to make me angry. <laughs> I'm already angry enough about this Taco Bell wedding. Mitchell, Mitchell, don't like. No, I'm not. I'm not being negative. I'm okay. just angry. Okay. I'm allowed just to checking. be angry. All right, be angry. Don't interrupt me with the clip, man. I don't think I can handle that right now. All right, no worries. Also, I feel like it's very justified to be angry about this. <laughs> Probably. Why Taco Bell wrappers? Uh, Why not just a nice dress? Well, because guess, then no, she I'm, wouldn't I'm win being, the. She wouldn't win the. I'm being mean. Yeah. She can do it. You know, it's her day or exactly. it's their day. They can do whatever they well, want. Well, her name's Diane. As long um, as they wash the wrappers before and, they use uh, them. And she's. <laughs> She writes that Taco Bell has been there for uh, for the couple throughout the years, and the couple's love is as cheap. It's been there for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. KFC was there for me the other night. I yeah. bought a burger and I uh, ate it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. KFC's been there. Once for again, me. it was probably there for you when I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you were. You weren't there that night. Exactly. You were working. So this couple's love is as cheesy as a quis. Oh. <laughs> How do you even say that word? Uh, Quisadula. Quesadilla. That's the one. Quesadilla. <laughs> Are you messing with me right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you I think that's pretty do. funny. I do think that's pretty funny. I am pretty funny. But, like, you're kid- you did know how to pronounce that. You were messing with me, right? Maybe. Cheesy love, man. It's what you want. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm just angry right now. The cheesier the love, the better it tastes. Quesadillas? <laughs> Hey, this is Adele, and you're listening to The Simo Show on 88.9 FM. This is as big and as connected as they get. Welcome back. Into as the big. And as, as connected, connected as, as it gets. gets. The Simo Show from 8 until 10 p.m. on the Adelaide Hills bandwidth. Hills Radio, 88.9 FM. Woo! Yeah, I know. It's quite quite a term. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quite a sentence. It's a nice number, 88.9. <laughs> All right. You know, that was, um, all right, all right, I think yeah. we're just kind of, uh, we're taking a bit of a deep breath because that whole like exchange of going to that song and then coming out of that song, that was like a real radio show. It was, yeah, yeah, it was almost like we were professionals exactly. for a second and it really Nailed scared it. me. Beyond the point of no return, I think we, uh, listeners actually, feel that, that every is, week. You nailed that. Nice work. What? Uh, you just pa- passed the point of no return. That's a lyric from... Yeah, I know. Yeah. All oh, right. You're uh, doing yeah. the professional thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. We actually <laughs> mentioned Eric the Eel Musambani last <laughs> week, uh, the Equatorial Guinea record holder for swimming in just about every stroke. Because <laughs> there are none. There are none. Uh, and now he is now their coach, as he should be. Of like, one person, probably. <laughs> well, you know, he's, you need someone to take on the role, Mitchell. Otherwise, the role won't be filled. <laughs> That is how things work, yes. yes. Well done. Well, there's been another non-swimmer jumping into pools, but this one's actually saved me. He drowned. He, oh, no, okay. he saved somebody. Light, uh, light on me, man. So police how, say how in someone? Pennsylvania, a man who doesn't know how to swim, he actually jumped into the deep end of a pool uh, in New Jersey. <coughs> so, I mean, he's already travelled a fair way mm. from Pennsylvania to New Jersey. Is that far? Um, I'm going to say that it is just for... I'm going to say Pennsylvania's on the East Coast and I don't think New Jersey is very far from there. Um, really? Yep. That's probably mm. a fair. Wait while I Google this fact. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting directions. Are uh, you getting directions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what from here to Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> our next uh, live show we're doing in Pennsylvania. I might even know. No, New Jersey is a state. I reckon New Jersey is pretty close to Pennsylvania. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. Uh, they're both on the east coast. <sighs> yeah. 
It's, um, that's significant. Are you even looking at anything? Or no, man, just sorry. Like... I'm just, you know. <laughs> I see a lot of roads. That's too close. That's too, you need to zoom out. Yeah. That's... I have to lean away from my mic to look at the screen. Pennsylvania. Yeah, dude, that's like right next to New York and yeah. New Jersey is near New York. See, yeah. I was right, man. You were right. I'm a big boy. That it, okay, anyway. you know, ladies, uh, just <laughs> in case you were wondering, well, this uh, particular Pennsylvanian man he, in New Jersey hotel, he rescued a boy from drowning. Police say that a Peterson woman and a male companion were in the pool at uh, the Laquata <laughs> Inn. <clears throat> this is mm-hmm. on Thursday with her five okay. children who range in age from one to nine. There's a lot of kids. There's a lot of kids in a short span of time. Uh, they were all in the pool and police uh, say that none actually knew how to swim. Well, they lied, didn't they? Yeah. Because so, he saved somebody. No, no, well, like the kids didn't know how to swim. Oh, the kids didn't Why are they in a pool, Mitchell? Why put your five kids in a pool? Oh, wait, teaching them how to swim. Maybe that's what they were doing. Mm, I don't know. One of them's nine. Surely they should know by now. Yeah. No, well, we've actually got a colleague, our photographer. Uh, can't didn't know how to, No, he didn't know how to swim until... Uh, no, I, I can't swim very 24 well 24 years of age. I, I know how to swim, <clears> but I, I don't do it very well. Not um, competent? No, not at all. Well, the uh, <laughs> this particular gentleman, he ran to the front desk for help. Uh, and then after uh, checking in, he, he didn't know how to swim, so he jumped into the pool. And uh, after several attempts, he reached the child and managed mm. to uh, somehow get them out. Then the boy is in a stable condition. Oh, well done. The person After several attempts, His though? name is actually like a superhero as well, Tejada Perez. That's not a superhero. No, I'm just saying it's like a, it's pretty superhero. Is it really? Sounding. Tejada? Is it it's maybe like it's Spanish or Mexican? Maybe Spanish it's Spanish like for to, hero. To hater. Yeah. Well, police are calling Tejada Perez a hero guest, and he's a hero mm. in our hearts. He's a hero in our hearts. But did he say after several attempts? Yeah. What do you mean? Like he, well, he tried to swim. grab onto them? Yeah. Or he jumped in, then got back out. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's too <laughs> cold. It's too cold, I he swear. He was hesitant. I really. He's dipping his toe in. Seriously, man, you gotta go now. I just, I can't, man. It's really cold. <laughs> it's super cold. No, like, dude, dude, get it done. He's drowning. Yeah, but man, like, that's legit. Less than room temp. Yeah, <laughs> I can't handle that. I, yeah, I probably couldn't. Oh, that's the uh, cameraman. And what do we do when the cameraman arrives? Uh probably send me to go pick him up. Yeah, but he's got a track, Mitchell. Oh, he's got a track. Yeah, does he? Know the track? No, I don't. Uh, come on. What do I, we want to do to him? We want to praise him. Oh, okay. This is praise you. You haven't done this before. No, I haven't. That's not praise you. That's something else. Do you want to jam out to that? <laughs> what is that? Play that out. That sounds too funky. <laughs> and too soulful, to be honest. Ah, uh, dear, there you go. I reckon someone's gone to get him anyway. Good. Ich bin's Magnus und ihr hört die Simmer Show auf 88.9 FM. Get down. 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 Get down, Mitchell. Ooh. Get on down to the Praise You by the Fat Boy Slim. That's Our guests right. have actually arrived and just mentioned they haven't heard that song since a while back. Yeah, yeah. Relive in the 90s. Yeah. We have two guests. We you do. Didn't, you didn't tell me that. Two of them. Two of them. And twice together, the Together, they are ever more powerful. <laughs> My <laughs> so God. It's better to have two heads than one, Mitchell. I mean, we did just talk about Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, off yeah. Air. Together, we had two, one. Yes. Also, we stop share. insinuating that people in Tasmania <laughs> have two heads. I don't. You, you just, just did. Okay, I did. You Like, uh, twice in, like, <laughs> the space of a minute. <laughs> Only once on air, though. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Kills radio cares and does not uh, does not believe t- Tasmanian people are inbred or have two heads. Exactly, and nor does Hills Radio endorse the views of Simon Gale or on the Simo <laughs> show. They endorse my views, though. Exactly, I'm, I'm reasonable. Yeah, the co-host is reasonable. That's why I have you here, Mister yeah. Reasonable himself. Should honestly be the other way around, but whatever. Well, Mitchell, it's about that time we introduce our guest. It's 9pm. That first hour just flew, my friend. It was quick. It was quick. It was funny. I mean, it's about five minutes. Did it make you lots of money? I wish. Yes, good people. The guest is in the house, Jonathan Bly. Two horses. Oh, yeah, two no, horses. No, not two, two horses. No, uh, two men in a pantomime horse suit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jonathan Bly, if you'd like to come in and say uh, good evening to the lovely people of the Adelaide Hills. Good evening, Adelaide. That's it. Do you know how sound works? <laughs> get in real close. Get in, get real, in close. real close. Come Almost in. uncomfortably so. Yes, make love to the microphone. And maybe you can you can you could even go around it and then just talk like this. Yes. Now, Jonathan, you're a vocal coach, musical director, and secondary school teacher of music, to say the least. That is correct. Yeah. And so, how did you kind of first? So you're actually the founder of the Festival Statesman Chorus, which is why I've invited you in this evening, yeah. and you've just come from rehearsals. Yeah, we're in our, uh, we've got our tech run tomorrow in the theatre. Yes. And, um, yeah, so tonight was a crucial rehearsal that I'm supposed to be at. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure all of them have actually given up and now they're tuning in. (laughs) Of course. Good evening, Festival Statesman. Choir. Yes. Chorus. Quite a good name. I've actually decided if I'm ever going to get a dog, I'm going to name it the Festival Statesman. (laughs) That's what we thought, so, yeah, run with that. Yeah, it's it's a bit of like, it's, it's a mouthful though, right? Come here, Festival Statesman. No, I think it's quite... It what do you mean? Like, what's what's the nickname? Like, Statesy? Mm, FS. Festy. Initials, maybe? FS. What about Festy? Yeah. Festy. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. No? That is Festy. Yeah. No, I'd go by his full title oh, when he's okay. wearing a bow tie. <laughs> Sir Festival <laughs> Statesman. <laughs> yeah. No, he'd be Master, wouldn't he? Or Doctor Of or the Golden Retrievers? Yes. Lord Festival Lord. Statesman. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being called a Lord. Being called a Lord. Yeah? Yeah. Well... Everyone that comes on as a guest on the Simo Show becomes lords of the Simo Show. Lords of the Simo Show, but I'm not. Now, Jonathan, who have you brought with you this evening? So we've got one of our singers here, Luke, who also lives in the Adelaide Hills. Ah, yes. Well, we won't hold that against you. That's exactly (laughs) the people that we enjoy. How dare you? First shots at Tasmania. Exactly. And then shots at the hills. (laughs) Now where I actually The hills are great. Yes. That's right. Did you see actually the Tasmanian tiger was floating around the Adelaide Hills not too long ago? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see that? No. Okay, well we'll, well, we'll get to that later. Okay, all right. So you guys are in rehearsals, <clears throat> deep into rehearsals for a particular show. Yeah, so we're doing uh, Pretty Boys, which is an a cappella musical um, of a, an emerging boy band, which gets caught up in the Russian mafia. Nice. Do they have mm. a name? Uh, the Shining Lights. <laughs> is that a reference to Jack Nicholson? Uh,. The Shining Lights. So, like, their first a cappella song is Here's Johnny? Oh. No. <laughs> That's not a song. <laughs> the Shining Lights. Yes. Hadn't, hadn't considered that one. Now, well, sure. is, there still, now. is there still yeah. wriggle room in production? <laughs> put it in. Yeah. Red rum. Now, Jonathan, Festival States, when you're the co-founder, when did it actually start? Uh, 2009, I yep. think, was our first convention, and we actually went to Tasmania. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, see what you did That's there. it, clever. Ooh. <laughs> um, we didn't notice any people with two heads. No, no, we, no. We did sing quite well, though. One exactly. guy with three arms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, they'd have beautiful voices, though. Beautiful <laughs> singing voices. 
Because they've got multiple voice well, Yeah, boxes. they can harmonise with themselves. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hit those major thirds. If only. <laughs> I, I thought only the, uh, what is it, the Guatemalian throat, throat dwarblers could harmonise with themselves. Gua- did you mean to say Guatemalan throat warblers? No, nah, I like dwarblers. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm not. 88.9 FM, Hills Radio. Oh, hello there. Uh, this is Buddy Dawson. You're listening to 88.9 FM at Simo Show, 8 to 10 p.m. on Hills Radio. That's right, Hills Radio. We are the voice of the Adelaide Hills, the Mitchell. voice, that's us. We've got two residents with us who are part of the Festival Statesman Chorus. One is a founder, co-founder, director, etc., etc. He's got many titles, including Lord now of the <laughs> Lord, Simo Show. Lord of the Simo Show. That is correct. Which could almost be considered defamatory, I guess. Probably, yeah. But, you know, we'll let him, you know, embrace it, be yeah. part of the family. Yeah, the, be part of the family. The gremlin family. The crew, yeah. The radio gremlins. He calls listening the listeners the gremlins. That's because there's so many of them, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, there's at least three. <laughs> many, many more. <laughs> yeah, no, there are. Now, Mum? one thing I'd like to ask you is what were you doing in Tasmania with the Festival <laughs> Statesman Chorus? So you had your first convention <laughs> yes. and then you decided to ship over across... Across the sea, if you like, to Tasmania. What was that for? Yeah, so we went to a, an a cappella uh, competition and um, I took a couple of uh, school groups that I was working with at the time mm-hmm. and um, and they all did rather well. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so the chorus sang and we won a medal and a trophy and came back victorious as lords. So education was Tasmania. kind of your background? So you like taking <laughs> those, like... Uh, teaching is obviously a big thing for you in starting. What was the idea behind starting Festival Statesman? Oh, look, um, I've always been a passionate singer myself, mm-hmm. um, sort of in the family, <coughs> and um, I sort of thought it was a good idea to get young people to sing, and that's sort of been my motivation, just supposed to be good for your health and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> just uh, promoting singing in schools and doing workshops. Yeah, that, Mitchell, good yeah. for your health. <laughs> what? So sing us a couple of bars. Uh, not right now. Maybe Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swinging on a stab. Yes, beautiful. Now that's in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. How often do you guys travel? So Tasmania, that was relatively soon after you've you've <coughs> kind of formed. Yeah. So look, tours have been a fairly significant part of the group. So we try to get into state every year. Um, in the last couple of years, it's been twice a year we've managed to organise tours. So yeah, exciting. Oof. So that a fair bit of organisation goes into that. Oh, yeah. Like, as in, like, you have to kind of spearhead that? Oh, look, we've got a really good team of people that work, all, all volunteers, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of the guys volunteer, step up and take on responsibilities. And before we know it, we're on a plane and off we go and sort of hope for the best when we get there. Yeah, for sure. But was that something that happened relatively soon, like straight after forming? Yeah, so the uh, that first tour was our incentive for putting the group together. Yep. Yeah, but, like, handing over and getting kind of other people to take on these roles, like, did you kind of have a lot of things to do when you first founded it, if you like? A lot yeah. of responsibilities? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a whole lot of, you know, swag of things you need to deal with from organising rehearsals, finding repertoire, and, you know, with tours, accommodation, flights, transport. Um, but a lot of, uh, an important part of the culture in chorus is to um, encourage peer leadership. So very quickly I realised the best way to get the young guys engaged was actually just 
get them to do it all. Yeah, um, so for I, sure. I try to do as little as possible and let them take on all the responsibility. That's it, delegating, Mitch. I've been trying to do it on the Simo show for nah, years. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For years. I refuse to take on any responsibility. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you put your name in something. Mm. Rookie moves. Yeah, yeah exactly I, sh- right. I should have learned. From I get to, I get to come here every week. I don't I don't have to do anything, man. So what does it mean to be a statesman? Is it Luke? Is it? Yes. Yes, Luke. What does it mean to be a statesman for you? Oh God. <laughs> no, God's not here tonight. He can't help you. <laughs> nor can <laughs> nor can Jesus. It's just Simon. Nor the Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> no, they're all gone. They're gone. It's just Simo and Mitch, the most sensual radio hosts. Stop of calling us sensual. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Disapprove. Okay, my bad. No. Um. No, it's it's a really fulfilling thing to do. Um, I've been with Chorus almost ooh, over three years now, um, and yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. The guys are brilliant. It's so so much fun working with them. They just uh, just so much energy. It's it's just yeah. So how did you how did you get involved? Did you get recommended? Uh, in some you were ways. singing in the street, and then they just kind of pulled. <laughs> was it like, yeah, like a movie, <laughs> like <laughs> giant? You were came, really, you're really out. shy, but you were singing to yourself, and someone says, "I got to have that guy's <laughs> sound." Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got no, kidnapped by a vaudevillian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got um, recommended. Jono's fiance is a good friend of mine, and yeah. she said, "Oh, you need to come and join Jono's chorus." I'm just like, okay. So I, yeah, um, gave John a call and said, mm, when, when can I come in? And he's like, yeah, come and join us. So, yeah, it was really good. So it grew. So how many, what was the numbers difference, say, from when you first started to now? Yeah, look, so the first uh, incarnation of the group was three quartets and two little brothers. So the age of... Now age for the <laughs> derelict people of Adelaide Hills. Yeah. For the uncultured uh, swine. What, what the hell is a quartet? <laughs> A uh, quartet is a group of four singers. Ooh. Well, it could be a string quartet. Yeah. Um, but a quartet is just four mm-hmm. people in one place at any one time. Yeah, for sure. So, so you said you have three? We had three quartets. Three, four, two other mathematicians out there. <laughs> okay, so, and then there's another two. So that's... 12 plus two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 14. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, so close. really close. Really well, close. I've, I've, got got like, I've got an English You major. almost got to like year three math. Then. That's it. BA for a reason, man. <laughs> BA for a reason. Feels bad, man. That's it. And so up to now, which is how many? Yeah, look, there are about 30 guys on the books, um, but we've sort of aged... On the books. (laughs) On the books. Are are they agents? (laughs) (laughs) How do you refer to them? No, look, the guys guys that age are very busy, so um, they've got other commitments uh, in in life, you know, gets in the way, and a lot of them studying and travelling. Had a couple of guys just returned from overseas, so... um, we sort of have a, I have a, a list of singers that I call on and then I say, look, we've got this project coming up. Here's a rehearsal schedule. Are you in? And so for Pretty Boys, uh, which is our fringe show, which opens <coughs> on Wednesday, which is probably a little bit too soon. But anyway. That's right. Um, I'm going on Sunday. So all the kinks will be ironed out. <laughs> well, we'll definitely be ready to open by then. So, Sweet. Um, yeah. So we've got about 30 guys in the books and there's about 23, I think, doing Pretty Boys. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, more from Jonathan Bly and his mysterious guest, Luke, <laughs> right after this. This is Emma Knights, and you're listening to The Simo Show, 8 to 10 p.m. Mondays on Hills Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are 
Tonight's entertainment. That's right, tonight's entertainment, Mitchell, from Ooh. 8 until 10 p.m. It is pretty entertaining, actually. I was about, you know, I was about to go with my normal joke. I was going to say, yeah, that's a stretch. But <laughs> that's, I feel like we've done all right. Yeah, well, that's it. We're increasing our ability, you know, uh, what is it, um, from Star Wars, where your power level increases exponentially. <laughs> my I powers have know. doubled since the last time we met. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened from week to week. We oh, just keep yeah. doubling keep up. Keep doubling. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, as long as we didn't start like, at zero, we're laughing. Like Moore's Law. Yes. You don't know what that is. Do no, you? I don't. But what I do know, Mitchell, is who we have in the studio tonight, and that is Jonathan Bly and Mysterious Luke. <laughs> Mysterious Luke. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not he's Luke Skywalker is up for debate. That is correct. Call us, 83913885. If you have theories on whether Luke is Luke Skywalker. Yes. And, and he's a Jedi. Or if you have a lovely singing voice. And whether or not his powers have doubled since yes. the last time we've met. <laughs> Probably. I think they have. <laughs> Call know. us, 83913885. Eight, In the meantime, Jonathan Bly is here talking about the festival Statesman <coughs> and Pretty Boys that you guys are working on currently. Yep. You guys are still rehearsing and getting all your stuff down pat? Yeah, we're bumping into the theatre tomorrow. So where is we, it? Uh, Tandania. Live from Tandania, I think, is the full name of the venue. Yeah, right. on, uh, what is it? Grenfell Street? Grenfell Street. East end of Grenfell Street. Mm -hmm. um, Just yes. near the garden. So we'll be flyer bombing the garden. Oh, right. Sure yeah. But yeah. our first show has only got, I think, six or five tickets left. So oh, wow. That's yeah, exciting. Pretty well. Yeah. And pretty so stoked. how does that excitement go through the group? Does everyone does everyone kind of react to it differently? Do you have a few individuals <laughs> that have their own little coping mechanisms maybe? Yeah, there's a bit of rocking in the corner. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Fetal yeah. yeah. positions. Getting naked, I think. Yeah. No, that's in the show. There's a bit of getting naked. Wait, uh, Really? A little, it's PG, so we don't Skin? go... You know, yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> the sun? Yeah. yeah. You'd sparkle. Yeah, um, I would. Mm. I'd burn. <laughs> so there's yeah. no... There's, so wait, do you have a little ritual for yourself? Like, or you're just... Um, oh, look, I mean, to answer that question seriously, um, <laughs> look, the guys take the preparation for performance very seriously, you know, being... A lot of them are performing artists in their own right. So we've got professional opera singers, Luke here, Mysterious Luke, um, sings in a bunch of other groups around mm -hmm. the place and does solo work. Um, we've got guys that are, you know, pro dancers, um, pro actors, um, as well as composers, arrangers and all the music jargon that goes with that. Any pro radio hosts? Well, if you join, yes. <laughs> Soon to be, Mitchell. We will be festival statesmen. Yes. We don't have any other talents. Uh, punctuality. Oh, quiet talent. Oh, yeah, we being early. on time. Yeah, we were early, so well done. <laughs> You're in. That's all, that's all we need. All we need. Yeah. They can work with punctuality. Well, you mentioned just before, so you said 20, 23 people working on Pretty Boys. Yeah, twenty three out of thirty. Out of thirty, yeah. Was that like a monumental effort trying to figure out everybody's like schedules and trying to work out everything like that? Because that's a lot of people to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. so we're we're lucky because we've got Mitri who's actually producing Mitri Kamash, um, who has his own production company. He's producing it, so he he was sort of in charge of all that scheduling. I was naughty because I've been interstate for the last two weekends, so I missed some rehearsals. Um, but yeah, look, Mitri is amazing. So um, he was actually supposed to be here tonight, but he's running the rehearsal, <coughs> and it's probably where where we should be. Yes. <laughs> so um, speaking of yeah. Mitri, Mitri's actually been a big part of you guys putting together some videos, etc. Yeah, look, Mitri was a founding member, so he's been invested in it for a while, um, well, forever um, since we've been around, and uh, he's his speciality is is media so he's done a whole course in in movie making and all that so tafe shout out to them yeah so um 
He uh, he produced a couple of videos, which you'll find online. If yep. you have a look at Festival Statesman, Get Back, and also Canned Heat. Yes. So we're going to have a bit of Canned Heat, Mitchell. Are we? Yep. Canned Heat in your heels, my that friend. That sounds exciting. Almost too exciting. Yeah. Mitri's actually the lead singer of this one as well. Ooh. So. so he's got as a... As well as producing it. <laughs> well, you know, many hats, many feathers in the hats. Is that the same? <laughs> Do you wear hats as Festival Statesman? Probably. Uh, we do not. Perhaps. Well, there might be some hats in the fringe. You should come and check it out. Change it. Add the hats. And why you, add the why do you care about reference. the hats? No, I don't know. I just kind of like, I think it funky fresh. I don't wear a hat that often. Ball hats. Or top. More, Either or. More feathers. Hey, this is the Rad Jams Exchange. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Ryan. And I'm Luke. You're listening to The Simo Show. 8 to 10 p.m. 88.9 FM on Hills Radio. Hills Radio, that is us, Mitchell, the Simo Show. We are Hills Radio, and Hills Radio is us. Every week, Mitchell. <coughs> Every week. What episode are we on? Many, many episodes. 38? 30 several. <laughs> <laughs> is that we on 38? I wanted that to be right. Many, many episodes. Okay. I think you might be jumping the gun a little. Okay. 38. I don't think I've got to the 8 just yet. Uh, what about 37? Is this 37 then? 36, unfortunately. But we're getting there. Closing in on it. I mean, that's a... Thinking I'm more important. Thinking I'm two weeks more important than I am. That's a substantial amount of time. That's a, yeah, it's a while. It's uh, many, many hours. 36 times 2 is how many hours? Yeah. And then... Plus, it's a number. Plus the, uh, plus the about like the collective hour we've worked on the show that outside is the, of it. the collective hour of prep for 36 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really that, split it down. Yeah. Yeah. We're really efficient at this point. So, Jonathan, you're here from the Festival Statesman, the founder, co-founder. You're here <coughs> with Luke, who is a member. Mm-hmm. You've handed me something. Normally I don't like to be handed things, but I'll make an exception because you look <laughs> lovely in that white shirt. Uh, and this is an album, is it? Yeah, this is our latest CD, which we released last year. Yeah, so you've had a launch for that as well? Yeah, we did, at the producers in uh, in the city. Yep. What was that like? It was good. Luke, do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, it was... Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say off the hook, but I don't know if it went quite that far. No. It was, if it was, it was, it's not off the hook unless Mitchell and I were there. <laughs> exactly right. That's how you can Next tell. time, next yeah. CD, yeah. we right. expect an invite. Make yeah. it off the hook. All right. No, it was, it was a lot of fun uh, just to get everyone um, in and just showcase some of the new stuff that we've or some of the stuff that we've been doing over the last well what was it previous 18 last months or something yeah. yeah so so yeah, where was it where was it recorded uh the um <coughs> at Clemson primary school we recorded it um yeah so that was so obviously you must have like so how 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 was it recorded at a school yeah, look, so um, we initially had a recording studio and then we got kicked out for some reason, so um, due to a booking issue. Um, but given the nature of this track, uh, this CD, that each track is recorded individually, so it's just one guy to a mic and then we layer it all together. So we're able to actually just do it at our recording, uh, the recording at our rehearsal venue. And there are planes flying over every now and then, so we had to stop and start a few times. But, well, that's, um, I mean, there's that's no just, planes in this recording. It's just yeah. part of the organic nature of it, really. <laughs> Because, what is it, Buddy Holly and the Crickets? Do you know the story behind that, Mitchell? Uh, No, I don't. Uh, So, Buddy Holly, it was just supposed to be Buddy Holly, and they asked who was in these recordings, and he said, oh, there's this person playing bass, etc., this person playing that. And he said that there's a couple of Crickets in there as well, and they misheard, and then hence became Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Oh, okay. Because there were Crickets in the recording. Uh, Yeah, okay. Fantastic story. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's nice. So, you could have been the Festival Statesman and the Jets, or... Festival Statesman in the aeroplanes <laughs> <laughs> or other I flying think, materials. No, but Festival Statesman's already, it's already plural, man. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's that, also, was, yeah that was pretty poor. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that next was, time. That was poor. <laughs> Why don't we start one, Mitchell? Call us. We're going to start our own 
Festival Statesman Chorus, 83913885. It's going to be better. It's going to be bigger. And full of jets. <laughs> so it was recorded in a school. Each track... So, wait, each vocal is done one at a time. Yeah. Right, so how much time goes into that? A lot of time. A lot <laughs> yeah. of time. Like, 30, 38 hours. Like hours. Yeah. No, hours, yeah. Hours. Yeah. Uh, and what, so tempers frayed, et cetera, et cetera. Like how do you, like, <laughs> you organise something like that? Is everyone there waiting for someone else to finish or you do them systematically? Yeah, it's just rostered on. So we did section yeah. by section. Um, so some of the arrangements are just four parts. Others go up to sort of eight, nine parts. So it's a little bit more difficult to coordinate. But, um, yeah. It was just one at a time. I mean, I had to come in and do a few tracks when I was available and whatnot. So, so doing uh, like a, a cut, say like performance type cut, mm-hmm. is that something you guys want to do or you just find that process to be more effective for you guys? Yeah, look, we do record a lot of our live, live performances, but just mm-hmm. to get the clarity uh, in, a, in a recording like this, uh, you need to really do everything individually. Yeah. So for this particular style of music, I mean, if we, we've, we also do classical music as well. So, um, you know, then you can do, it's you can just do a venue recording from a show and hopefully it's all good. Well, I, I want to listen to one of these. There's a yeah. there's a track on here about you, Mitchell, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you, what do you think of when you think of yourself? What is What are some uh, defining features? Don't, don't you dare say sensual. <laughs> uh, that might have come up. Hi, this is Matt from Everybody Talks. You're listening to the Simo Show on 88.9 FM. What would have happened in the Great Escape? Steve McQueen and them dudes that turned tail and ran. Well, that's what that movie was about. They were escaping and ran away. I'm trying to agree with you. The point is they did something. That's right. Doing something, Mitchell. We're here to do things. things. That's it. Hosting a radio show. This is Simon from the Simo Show and Mitchell from the also the Simo Show. Big place driver. Mitchell the Schnitzel. Mitch's get stitches. Mitch the bitch. Michelle the Bichelle. All of the above and many more. (laughs) And many more. All tied into one embolism. Most of them rhyming in some form with bitch and. That's what we do. We try. Jonathan, we'll do some for you in just a minute. Just wait your turn. (laughs) Too complicated. Jonathan, you're here with us. Say hello to the lovely people in the Adelaide Hills. Hello, Adelaide Hills. And uh, Luke on Jonathan's left. Yes, good evening. Good evening, people. These two are members of the Festival Statesman Chorus, Mitchell. Oh, the chorus. The chorus. The resounding. The hills are alive, my friend, with the sound of music. (laughs) With the sound of... Chorus. <laughs> the, sound, the sound of festival statesman chorus. chorus. Yes. That's exactly right. Well, you guys actually have come up against uh, international choruses or international acts, if you like. Yeah, we, we've dabbled mainly in national competitions, um, but we did uh, last year... Listen to them. Formulated in 2009 and still dabbling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we entered an international competition last year. Uh, which was a video competition, and so we had to send off a video to Germany, and uh, we came up against uh, group, another group from Australia, a few from Austria, Germany, New America, Zealand. New Zealand, and uh, we managed to win, which was very exciting for yeah. us. Um, and uh, yeah, we we're very pleased with that. So, result. what did you do to win? Um, so there's a composer over in Germany called Alwin Schronen who... Uh, um, big fan of the show. Yeah, <laughs> um, Sends us emails. Yeah. I guess he's a, an emerging composer, but he's um, passionate in getting his music out there. So he runs these competitions each year. And uh, this lo- last one was for just male voices. And uh, so any choir around the world can sing his works and then 
uh, you send the video off. He has a panel of international judges, uh, which I think there are about nine or ten of them. Mm. They vote on the f- on the group that performs his music uh, the most musically. And so it was filmed. Yeah. So, so Mitri obviously Mitri part of getting that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So have you found what what have you guys found like has been most effective for you like say marketing and that kind of thing in regards to people knowing about what you guys do and who you are is it just about staying active and all that kind of thing i mean you can have a, have a moment here have a moment to think about it sure take a breath uh while relax we also let people know how to uh support a community radio station mm. mitchell isn't that nice mm, thank you that's right, the Quiz Masters on 88.9 <laughs> FM, Mitchell. I do have a lot of useless and random knowledge. And I am quizzical. Particular, <laughs> particularly about Lord of the Rings. Yes. So, there's any Lord of the Rings questions. And the Simulacrum? No. The S- Silmarillion. Silmarillion. You yeah. pronounced it correctly. Got it in Do you know why it's called the Silmarillion? Because Gandalf brought it back from the hole where the hobgoblin Balrog lurked. Yeah, you couldn't be more incorrect. Well, lurking is something else we're talking about here, Mitchell. Oh, yeah? Yes, flash mobs. <laughs> what? Just lurking yes. behind benches. <laughs> yeah. Ready to assault you with song and joy. That is correct. So we're here with the Festival Statesman duo, and you mentioned we are talking about kind of marketing and letting people know what you do. So a flash mob is a thing that you guys have obviously done as a group? Yeah. Uh, we, <clears throat> a couple of years back, we um, flash mob the... South Australian premiere of uh, Pitch Perfect 2 at Event Cinemas in Marion and that was a lot of fun like literally everyone in the cinema just absolutely loved us so uh, that was really cool well, people going to Pitch Perfect would would absolutely love yeah. that yeah that was such a good way yeah that's it's genius really cool. and, was, um, was it, what was the feeling like before doing it you did get permission. Yeah. We did get permission. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, we. Yeah, we were we were requested to come in. Um, um, no, it was it was it was really cool. Like just sitting and watching the cinema fill up, and we're just going, okay. So we have to do this this way. I have to do it now. Like and yeah. So work, wait, work where did it happen? Logistics in the theatre. So and in you the were like so strategically were, positioned. So yeah, strategically oh, positioned what? all around the theatre. Um, and then we started singing and just went straight down to the front of the. Um, uh, Do you have like hoodies and you slowly screen. revealed yourself <laughs> each at a time? Uh, no? Like, that's it's a, ridiculous, that one, unfortunately. And also a bit too menacing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you walk into the, the theatre, there's like All 20 dudes in hoodies. hoodies. <laughs> that was for uh, Rogue One, yeah. actually. The Jedi. Uh, so, yeah, no, that, that was uh, a lot of fun. And um, as we were saying earlier, we um, also did a corporate gig where we uh, at the convention, LA Convention Centre where... Eight of us got dressed up as waiters, right, and just came out and in the pretended to be waiters in the um during in the in the venue and um, were the other waiters in on it? No, no, no. <laughs> we, 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 we got, got, we got some filthy looks. <laughs> so from good, the other waiters. But no, um, yeah, just started singing and yeah, it was really. Cause, lots of fun. Because is it hard to keep it under wraps, like being on the inside? If yeah. you're the one with the secret, you know it's about to happen and you're just like, there must be like a bit of a kind of bubbling feeling, I guess. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I think, yeah. uh, well, we sort of put together a corporate package. So, um, we, you know, if you want, if any of your listeners are having a corporate <laughs> function exactly, out there, yes. shameless self-promotion. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so we can do a flash mob, you know, perform three or four songs and entertain your guests. <laughs> Well, coming coming up at the Hills Radio Convention. <laughs> so this at uh, the Barker Hotel. That is correct. Yes. So what we're going to play here is actually one of the songs that you've used as a flash mob before. Yes. The Get Back side of things. Now this was filmed uh, at Adelaide Uni. I think it I'm was. picking up. Yep. 
Um, so what that location was scouted. Who decided where you're going to film things? Oh, look, we just thought it was a nice nod to our roots. Um, okay. So a lot of us are Adelaide Uni students and, you know, it's a bit of an iconic um, venue, I guess. Yes, Mitchell and I are both students. Yeah. Yes. Disappointingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, technically I'm a graduate. I'm yeah, yeah. As well, rather. yeah. And I'm I, taking a year off, so I guess neither of us are <laughs> students. <laughs> My very young Padawan. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> And uh, so, wait, you guys thought it was just a bit of a, like a, an homage type situation to obviously lots of your student uh, members were students there or? Yeah, are currently students. And, yeah. Yep. I mean, we've got guys from all, all the unis and TAFEs and no one's at school <coughs> at the moment no. yep. or working professionally or whatever. So, wow. Yeah. And uh, so this, how many members were in this film? Probably about That's, 25, yeah. I guess. Yeah, right. It's yeah. quite a few. And Mitri, once again, with all the... Because um, there's some tracking shots and that kind of thing, movement. Mm. So was that difficult to do? Like, um, We just had to run around a lot. Yeah. And a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> Cardio, Mitchell, something you're a big fan of. Don't even talk to me. I'm getting, like, fatigued right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said a lot and I'm like, uh, that's from, like, the kitchen to was, my bedroom. There was, there was one scene, a uh, one shot that we did I think it was about eight times, probably even more. Yeah. Um, as you'll see it coming up, but yeah, right at the end is absolutely ridiculous. Well, that's it, uh, listeners. You can yep. find it on Sorry. the listeners. Uh, look through your radio. That's it through the radio the, into the speaker grate, <laughs> and correctly. you will see the video. Or just this is a new Hills Radio promotion. One time only. We are inventing holograms. Yes. Uh, you can chase Mitchell Big Plays Driver up for that particular product. <laughs> Otherwise, just go via Facebook. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Otherwise. So just go via Facebook to the Festival Statesman Chorus page and maybe even to ours as well. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like it. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a like. Give Get us a back, rating. people. <laughs> That's it, Mitchell. Oh, sorry. I was, I was engrossed. <laughs> engrossed. Engrossed, enthused, excited, and another word starting with E. Yes. I don't know what the word Existential? is. Existential? <laughs> crisis? Yeah. yeah. But you're a man in crisis. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just read some Lovecraft and it's it's blowing my mind. Right. So that was filmed uh, at Adelaide University and also at Star Theatres. Now, there's some clapping that going on in that particular film clip, which involved some flour. Yes, and a bunch of uncoordinated people. Oh, yes. <laughs> it took a surprisingly long... We don't even need to be coordinated to join me. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's, it's never surprising to me how badly people can clap in synchronise. I was at the Hilltop Hoods concert last night. And it, it takes like it takes less than five seconds. You get the crowd clapping, and they're like, "It's within two claps, they're already out of time." It's a bit of a free for all. Well, oh, we yeah. just had to do one clap, and it was three guys at once. And all they had to do was get three guys <laughs> raised. The rage is seeping the in. Time. All the they had to time. do <laughs> so was get this one goddamn clap right. So Very stressful you, time. Did you play yes. some music in order to help that? You get a metronome? No, it was just no, like... One, two, two three, three, clap. All right. <laughs> literally all it was. Now, maybe, maybe your listeners could practice at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ready? Mum, we can do it. Ready? Mum, <laughs> mum, you ready? <laughs> three, two, two one, one, clap. clap. No, now I'm going to be home. I'm going to be home in about 20 minutes. And she's going to go... I'm going to check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to check. You better have filmed it. Mate, your house has high ceilings, man. That echo is crazy. Yeah, we it just are, goes you, and goes. It's not the ceilings aren't that high. Well, if you if you can get home in twenty minutes and check if she clapped in time, <laughs> <laughs> it must. Uh, be. Yeah, sorry, I live in Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna take you longer than twenty minutes to get to Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, but uh, even I know that. Uh, I'm gonna teleport. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Holo- you oh, thought yeah. holograms is the only thing he was ready at. We it. invented teleportation That's as well. That's it. Call us for your pre-order. Eight, three, uh, whatever the hell the number is. For the is. mere price of <laughs> like $10, $10 billion. Eight, three, nine, no, one, one three, double, eight, five. Teleportation's worth your teleportation, more your holograms, and your love, people, right here on the line, direct to Jonathan Bly and Luke, members of the Festival Statesman Chorus. <sighs> Relax. Now, the national <coughs> championships, Oz A-C-A, what does that stand for? Ozaka, Australian acapella. Right. So everything you guys do is acapella. Do you ever have any instrumentation involved? No. No? Oh, actually, we've got a, what's that thing called that we're using? The uh, melodica. Yeah, we're using yes, a melodica. Sort of, uh, yeah. uh, uh, is that to wind? get your pitch at the very beginning? No. Oh. It's just for a melodica solo. Yeah. Yeah. What, what song is that in? Uh, when You Say Nothing At All. When You Say Nothing At All. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you like do say it best, Mitchell. Actually, <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah. I wasn't even listening. Yeah, I was. I was talking with the photographer. <laughs> no and we shame. are forever grateful. Yes, you can see the wonderful photography shots by Nathan Ronfelt on the Simo Show, on the Simo Show Instagram. Uh, you can't see it on the podcast, but you can listen to He's it. He's taken the, the only good photo of me that exists. Really? Yeah. Well, all, the rest of them, they're all crap. We're all about achieving things here. Yeah, on we the did Simo try. Show. So Oz Acker. National champion, national championships. Yep. Yes. So it's a national acapella championship. So it's usually based in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, we entered. When was the first <coughs> time we entered? Uh, 2013? 20, 14. 14. 14. Anyway, whenever it was, um, we went in that and we won, which yes. was good. And then so then uh, we went back again. Was that when was that? That was last. Was that last year? Yeah. Then? Yeah. So it must 20, be 2015 and 2016. Yeah, um, I, we can't remember. Anyway, so we went again. <laughs> this is going really well. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back again with a smaller group, um, and we actually sang that Canned Heat track that um, you played before. So that was one of the songs we sang, and we won again. So we're two-time champions. Winners are grinners. Did, Mitchell, so do you represent the state in that composition, or is there just like a yeah, bunch so of people that are going? Yeah, so there are, there are state finals, so you've got to go through all the state business and then uh, okay. you are selected to then go through to the national finals wow. and then it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, right. So what was that selection process like? Um, look, the first time we did it was actually pretty tough. There are a bunch of really good mm. groups in Adelaide um, and I thought we perhaps hadn't won um, but we did. did. So <laughs> <laughs> and it all it was all after was we bribed the judges. Exactly. Yes, the Simo show. The bribe. Back, now that I think about it, yeah, the bribe really came in handy. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah, that <laughs> Putting in the good word. <laughs> Very much so. Here's uh, we're going to put in some more good word. This Ooh. time for elders, wonderful supporters of Hills Radio. Ooh. It's all about Whoa, knowing. He's back already. <laughs> it's all about knowing what's right for you, Mitchell. And it's all about knowing that Simo is never going to tell you when you come back on air. Never ever. It's all about keeping it funky, fresh, keeping on your toes, and keeping it real. That's it. Uh, bringing the funny. Playing the bangers. And friends with the stars. And the stars are here tonight, Mitchell. Two of them. Two of them. Grand total of two in a room. <laughs> two gigantic stars. People said that lightning would never strike twice, but we're living proof that it does. I don't get it. I don't know. It's a saying that people use. Okay. I don't yeah. know. It's a colloquialism. Right. Is that how you say that word? Colloquialism? Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Well done. Sweet. Actually, actually, I've got an English major, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you know. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't know. No. You never would. But what you would know is who's on the radio tonight, which is Simo and Mitch, the most sensual oh, okay. hosts on nice radio. Nice. And Jonathan, how are you going over there? Good, thanks. And, of course, the mysterious Luke. Would you like yes. to offer your last name? I mean, you uh, don't have to. <laughs> Nielsen. Nielsen, Luke yep. Nielsen. And these two gentlemen are obviously with the Festival Statesman Chorus. We've discussed a little bit about kind of the competitions <coughs> that you've won. Mm-hmm. So how much rehearsal time do you guys do? We do one rehearsal week normally, Monday nights, 
Klemzig Primary School mm. from 7 to 9.30. So any budding singers out there of the male persuasion are welcome to come along and audition. Mm, we'll see you soon. We'll see you <laughs> <laughs> be there. You guys have got a spot. It's fine. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> See, he's already, he's already, you're already feeling pressured, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, the anxiety started. <laughs> need to go home and, home and uh, exercise. Need to go home and sleep. Yeah, as long as I, as long as I don't, you know, see the sun or do some exercise, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and Jonathan, so what? A bit about your history as as a singer. So obviously, you're interested in it in order to formulate something like this. Mm-hmm. But you've done a bit of singing. What with the chamber singers? Is that your background as a singer? Like, where did you first start as a vocalist? Oh. Well, look, going way back, um, I used to sing as a boy treble, similar to Ooh. Mysterious Luke over here. Yeah. Um, both started as trebles in, yep. in various choirs. So I was in St. Peter's Cathedral Choir in Adelaide and sang in England for a little bit, came back and then sort of just sang in high school choirs. Um, more recently, though, I'm currently singing in the Adelaide Chamber Singers. Yep. Uh, which is a fairly... Another group you can check out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I've just sort of... Sort of something about the male voice, the really sort of... In, enthused me I guess got passionate about sort of male voices working together and look there's especially at a bunch of schools you've got the one or two guys that sing and they sort of get alienated and it's like oh it's really lame to sing so I thought you know if I've got a group of just guys similar interests passions all really creative you know what a great place to get them all to work together so what are some of the highlights that you I guess you, you would say that have, you know the resources and all that that you've garnered, if you like, through Festival Stays. And what's something that you kind of say to people is like, oh, well, you know, if you join us, you you know, will we do this and you get to do that? What do you kind of, how do you sell well, it to people? I don't know. I think people sort of just see what we do mm-hmm. and you don't really need to say anything. But behind the scenes, though, there's, a, I guess, the word brotherhood sort of thrown mm-hmm. around. Well, it sounds a bit lame, but we're all really the good. brotherhood, <laughs> Mitchell. Dude, they need to do the uh, the Skyrim opening theme. That's it. <laughs> Have you heard uh, the Skyrim opening theme? Don't be ashamed of the word brotherhood because um, our photographer is actually part of a guild. Oh, yes, yeah. the knife-making guild. The knife-making guild. Wow. Yeah, see, it's two, two tracks, two choir tracks from video games. Skyrim opening theme and the, there's a there's a Civ Six Civilization oh, Six opening yeah. theme. Well, we, we those, did those are really cool. We did Misty Mountains. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So that was cool. So do you just sort of like take tracks that you're interested in and sometimes do them or like you design, as like when you're going to do a show, you're designing like a particular set for where you're going? Yeah. Or yeah, 100%. So look, it entirely depends on what gig we've been hired to do. So we will design our uh, set list to fit in with that performance. So yeah. we, I guess what makes <coughs> us unique from most groups around Australia is we do a, such a vast uh, you know, range of, of repertoire. So for Pretty Boys, for example, we're doing all pop covers from the 90s and early noughties. So, um, but we do um, Australian premiere of compositions, so emerging composers will write for us. We've actually got two resident composers in, in the group at the moment. Um, and then we do classical music, uh, you name it, we sing it, barbershop even. Mm. So you've actually got some composers within the group? Yeah. And so who are they? Uh, so Mitch Bartel and Joshua Belpahario. For sure. And so what they help you, obviously, with the arrangements and that side of things? Um, particularly the composition. They're sort of, um, you know, that's their profession. Um, but with the arrangers, that, there's a little bit of a broader net that we catch from. So there's probably about half a dozen guys mm. who throw in, throw in their arrangements. Luke's done one yeah. for us, I think. And... Um, yeah, so like I said, we'd like to try and share it around and give the guys an opportunity to develop new skill sets. So it's a bit of an opportunity for them. And what? how did they get into contact with you? Um, well, we've got a website, 
festivalstatesman.com.au. Um, it's all shiny and has pretty colours, so go check it out. Um, there's a contacts page on there. Um, the audition process probably looks a bit daunting, but we look for two things, basically a willingness to learn and... Um, wait, so... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So, <laughs> so talk us Being through the... Being a brotherhood, the, there's a... Uh, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Talk <laughs> us through the audition process. Is bloodshed <laughs> for that, the brotherhood? Yeah. It's, it's not a hazing. Yeah. It's just an audition. Okay. What Look, goes into it? Um, well, we just need to be able to see that A, you can sort of sing. Um, but Damn we're, it. <laughs> we're very uh, keen to... Stop being of, modest. <laughs> we're very keen to develop... Uh, the skill set. So if you come in and you demonstrate a willingness to learn and you can adopt the chorus culture, which is just, you know, get along with the guys basically, um, then we will walk you through the process. Mm. So it's a it's a four to five week process. Um, and it's sort of just... Wow. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Four to five week audition process. Yeah, the process for this show was uh, an hour before Simo texted me, do you want to do the show? And I said, yep. But it's been my whole life has been <laughs> been it's like a train. Oh, oh, the whole your whole life yeah. has led to preparing for the simo. Show. It's led to this moment, like twenty five years. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So, what kind of nineties uh, kind of classic pop tracks are we dealing with, Jonathan? Like that you uh, that you're performing. What is there? Some Backstreet Ooh. Boys. There's oh, some Spice Boy Girls. Man. Spice Girls. Yeah. So, um, what TLC else? TLC Five. Um, all for one. So all those classic, just classic boy bands and girl groups from the uh, the mid to late nineties, just absolutely thrown in together. All bangers, no bangers. Match. That's all what bangers, we do no on this we show. Love bangers. All about them. Well, here's one for you from the nineties. This is Robbie Williams. Bit of a fan. Millennium Mitchell. A bit of a fan. Simo. Bit of a fan. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, this is Mark Oates. You're listening to the Simo Show on Hills Radio, eighty-eight point nine FM. Hey, the meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Oh my. No, Long my. overdue for the meatloaf, Mitchell. <laughs> Once again, not telling people that we're <laughs> coming back on the air. Well, that's, you know, uh, we're... Uh, no, it's all about keeping it real. I appreciate it, Simo. Don't I would leave the microphones on the entire show if I could while we enjoy the bangers, but... <laughs> yeah, dude, because we're singing, we should film we it. Should, yeah. We're singing, we're dancing. Mm. Especially well, we've got a live show. Promo. We've got a live show coming up. Do we? Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. All about the it. details that I'm giving out. Oh, it's it may or may not. It can appear. It's like a pop up live show. A pop up live show <laughs> yeah. in Helsinki, the capital yeah. of Finland. That's it. On the coast of the Baltic Sea. And then a quick stop in Rwanda. And then back to Pakistan. That's for us. it. <laughs> we're, we're big in Pakistan. Man. We are <laughs> huge. <laughs> we just don't know what to do about it. We need to kind yeah, of yeah, Kabul. Yeah, big in Kabul. But like, how do we get that to work in Australia? I think. We need to have a chat to the migration office and yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get, get into them that in. Pakistan, yeah. Pakistanian community, yeah, Pakistani Australian, yeah, 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 exactly right. So the festival statesman chorus have been with us this evening, Mitchell. They the have. The show has <clears throat> absolutely flown. Oh, it's been quick. And uh, you, gentlemen, you are. What's the show you're working on? Pretty boys, a new acapella boy band musical. Okay, right. And you guys have—is the material written? Is it fresh material? <clears throat> yep. So all original scripts. We've handmade most of the uh, set. Mm-hmm. We've got all the costumes, yep. light, sound, bumping in tomorrow. It's only like three or four tickets left for opening night on Wednesday. So at Live from Tandania, 8 p.m. Tickets available through Fringe Ticks. Look up Pretty Boys. There you go. That's all the details you need, Mitchell. I'm going to be there on Sunday. We'll see you there. Ooh. Now it is time for What Did We Learn, people. Mm. Here's some thinking music for you. All right. So they get the hang of it. 
what did we learn? So basically anything, any facts, anything you learned that you didn't know about the first time, <coughs> Jonathan, what do you think? What did you learn on the Simo Show this evening? He's speechless. <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's tougher than you think. Because yeah. I, And also people search for something meaningful and you can yeah. just say like, you know, for example, uh, I learned that Pretty Boys... He's playing. It's, the uh, there's only a couple of tickets left on Wednesday. <laughs> get, your get in. Get, get. Get, it's on French ticks. Yeah, See, there it. you go. Yes. See? Um, I learned that Luke's mysterious. He is mysterious. Luke, what did you learn? Uh, How mysterious you are? Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think my powers have quadrupled. Oh, uh, really? Oh, they've quadrupled. Oh, my, my goodness. We won't, be able to, we won't be able to handle you next time might, we see you. I think they might be over 9,000, <laughs> potentially. My goodness. Yeah. What did you learn on the show, Mitchell? I already said. Uh, just that one? That's yeah, yeah. It. Well, I don't learn anything. Well, it's good to educate people. And Jonathan, you mentioned that you're a big educator. <laughs> and that's your background. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to contact Jonathan or the Festival Statesman Chorus, do it through their Facebook, their website, etc. Join them or die. Um, oh. Maybe wow. not die. No, that's, that's, the, that's the American. <laughs> Join them or like, be <laughs> mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct well Mitchell uh, it's time to say goodbye so uh, Luke would you like to say goodbye to the lovely people at home good night everyone and Jonathan would you like to say goodbye good night Hills listeners and Mitchell big plays driver see you soon and it's uh, it's goodbye from me later <laughs>